ECW Livecast. This week, it's ECW Hardcore TV, episodes 109 and 110 from May 23rd and May 30th, 1995. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV, as always. Welcome back, BTT Army and JV Goon Squad. JV, not the leader of the JV Goon Squad, but hey, fucking, you might as well be the president. How you doing? doing How was your Christmas? Well. Um, it was good. It was good, yeah. Well, first off, I got to thank you. You got me some fucking special treats for Christmas, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I guess they were Christmas. They weren't also for just doing me that favor, so. Oh, okay. But if you want to call them a Christmas gift, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I called it a Christmas gift. I, said, I told my wife, I said, hey, JV got us a little treat for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I took it, and that's how it's going to be. That's fine, yeah. Because <laughs> I know we're not like present-type friends, you know. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. We've known each other so fucking long. You'll always uh, pop me up with a present. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't get you, didn't get you anything. Uh, I, get in the, I get this argument with Jess. I'm not a... You're not a present uh, guy. No, with kids all day. Kids should get all yeah, the yeah. presents in the fucking world. Right. I think, don't you don't. turn 21? I think I've ranted about this probably every year on this podcast. Or, oh, or, or other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Once you're an adult, no more gifts. <clears throat> Unless it's a Yankee swap. There's some kind of game involved. Right. Adult. Right. There's no, oh, I got to get this person a present. Yeah. I gotta get this fucking thirty six year old a present. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Like, you know what? You wanna get me a gift? Fine, I'll take it. But don't accept don't expect one from me. That's right. cool you want if 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 hey exactly. if you wanna get a gift because it makes you feel better to get me a gift, fine. But <laughs> getting you a gift doesn't make me feel any better. It makes me think you're silly. Yeah. The thing is at Christmas time when you're forced, <laughs> it feels forced. Like, yeah, I hate that. I don't want it to be forced. Like <laughs> yeah. I got you something I don't know, like in June. Yeah, yep. No actually it was your birthday, but it wasn't intended to be your birthday present. It was just that so happened Wait, to be that up. time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, here's this and I got you the the Spider Man villains rogue right? Is yeah, that what it was? Hang, it's hanging right behind me. Yeah, Spider Man Rogue Villains all uh, all like it's like a collage. Yeah, from Hal Haney, his artwork, yep. which is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So I have the Mega Man Rogues Gallery. I was like, "Fuck it, JV loves Spider Man. He's collecting Spider Man comics forever. So fucking, let me buy that one too. Whatever. Yeah, give it to him. He's a shit. That's what. That's the how. That's the way I like to give presents. I see something. Oh yeah. Okay. Go like that. Fucking and boom. that's how it should be. Yeah. Not fucking Christmas. 
think Nick ain't coming fucking gonna down. Fucking hunt <laughs> down for like your third. Ah, oh, my third cousin's oh. gonna be here. I gotta fucking hunt down. I ain't get anything. Oh shit! I gotta get him a fucking uh, uh new razors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some bullshit, you know. <laughs> or someone gets you something. You're like, this is junk. What a waste. But you're like, oh, thanks. You like it? Yeah, it's junk. Yeah. Like you just uh, why'd you waste your money? Yeah, Where put it in fuck? a pile with yeah. other shit. Yeah. I'm looking at a pile of other shit that I got for Christmas. But right you know now. it's a re-gift? <laughs> at the re-gift? Like someone got us a popcorn maker one time. I was like, this is a fucking re-gift. Probably. This is a re-gift. This is something someone wanted like a Yankee swap or a fucking something. They didn't <laughs> want it. And they're like, you know what? Let's give this to so-and-so. Yeah. Who, who gets the fucking lucky draw to get the popcorn maker? Yeah, fucking. And then when you open it up, it's like, oh, a popcorn maker. Oh, yeah. We, we love popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to watch a movie. <laughs> Like of all the things you could have spent twenty bucks on, you know, you know what's a great and underrated gift? Very underrated scratch tickets. Oh my, my dad is fucking scratch ticket king. He always gives that. Dude, they're clutch. I'd rather like, have that than a it. gift card. Like, hey, take your chances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got the highest, highest ceiling. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, if you win something, hey, good for you. If you don't, fuck, hey, whatever. Yeah. I still spent twenty dollars. Didn't it matter? Didn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> yeah, it, just it, not it, crosswords. No fucking crossword puzzles. The, the the tickets gave you hope for about five minutes. <laughs> that was yeah. it. Kept you busy for like five minutes. Yep. <laughs> got you got your mind thinking. It's a great fucking gift. Everybody gets the joke around and be like, ah, "They're winning this time. Yeah. They're winning this time. Ah, who's the winner? Who gets? Yeah. Who won by five bucks? Oh, let me scratch the code. You can tell. You can tell if you won. Oh, you you're well, you're you're king of that. Yeah. Fucking, just not even scratching the numbers, <laughs> just going right to where the code is, knowing based on the code how much the prize was. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sneak. <laughs> but then I learned. Uh, well, I, I kind of knew the whole time, but like, you want to look at the prizes anyway, because when you get anything over like I think it's five hundred bucks, doesn't yeah. have a code. Uh. So it could be like X Y Z or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I, I loved that as a kid, though, scratching tickets. Be like, oh, if I would have had this number, I would have won a thousand dollars. Yeah. Ah, oh, I was one cent off. Ah, oh, I could have won a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a dumbass. All right. So, anyway, that's fucking Christmas. And you guys are getting this episode right before the new year. So, hopefully, you guys had a great Christmas and holiday, whatever the fuck. Mostly, it is Christmas, but with some exceptions, happy holidays. And you guys are getting this before the new year. So this will be the last episode before the new year. So happy new year. We're heading into 2022. What the fuck, man? We've been doing this podcast for a long time. <laughs> and here we are. Episode 51. Not counting special episodes. The special super shows. But yeah, here we are. It's the last episode of the year. And man, we're getting into some good shit. 1995, mid-1995, this episode that we're going to cover, these two episodes, rather, May 23rd and May 30th, it's all about Enter Sandman, which is a super show from May 13th, 1995, and and there's some good shit there, so we're going to get into that, but before we do, please give us a follow on Twitter, at ExtremeCast, and follow me, Mike Pruitt, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage, and also check out our show, The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, which is the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin 
and follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. But for you Extreme Cast listeners, for you BTT listeners out there, if you're listening to this, you're going to love our latest episode of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. It's a watch along just like this format, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin before he's Stone Cold. It's Stunning Steve Austin, and even before that, it's Steve Williams in 1989 through 1990 in World Class Championship Wrestling slash USWA. JV, that was a fucking fun episode. Yeah, it was. So, guys, check that out. That was fun. You'll love it. Austin fights the Punisher, which is the Undertaker, the Medicine Man, and we got a fucking tornado. Tag match that JV and I didn't know what the fuck was going on because it was like a tornado, but it was a hell of a match once we figured out what was going on. So a lot of good shit there. So check us out on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. But with that said, let's get into this first episode from May twenty third, nineteen ninety five, at TCW Hardcore TV, episode one hundred nine. And again, these matches are from May thirteenth, nineteen ninety five. Enter the Sandman. So what we'll see here is a couple of matches. We're going to get Taz and 911 teaming up against the Oriental Connection. And we're going to get Raven and Stevie Richards versus Tommy Dreamer and Mikey Whipwreck in this first episode. So let's get into it. And again, if you want to watch along with us, and I say this all the time, get access to the BTT Drive because all the ECW Hardcore TV episodes are available there. Just send an email over to Mike Mills. And he'll give you access if you are, obviously, a Patreon member, if you're listening to this. So check that out. And we're going to get started here. So, JV, you all set up? Yep, I'm ready. All right, so I'll give a countdown as always. Three down to one. Then I'll say play. And when I say play, we click play and we begin. Three, two, one, play. Oh, Cactus Jack. Time to lay out. At the tender age of six, a right-handed drive that almost every time would send the wiffle ball over the fence that separated my house from the Fries, whose little kid, for some reason at age three, called my parents by their first name. And every time I rounded those bases (laughs) after another Titanic drive, I'd stop between second and third, run into my house where my mother could joyously jot down which home run number I'd just hit. We were up to 111 by mid-July. And then the rains came because Tom Daw at age 12 couldn't take it anymore, so he outsmarted me knowing what foolish pride was. Even in a six-year-old, he climbed up on the fence, and there he waited. And every time, like a giant bird, he'd steal the ball and steal what was rightfully mine. And so the home run derby suddenly became the trail of tears where I'd run into my home. Not to say, Mommy, Mommy, look what your little boy did, but to say, Mommy, Mommy, why are they doing this to me? And my father looked at me and said, Mick, take it to right field. It would have been so easy. I had half the field to hit to, and I looked at him and I said, Dad, that's not my way. That's just not my way. And so we enter the world of professional wrestling where Cactus Jack began to carve out his own style. A style based on blood. A style based on sweat and more than a few tears. 
and we enter the dressing room in Canton, Ohio in 1989, and one of the most revered figures in the history of our sport walks up to me after a particularly grueling match and says, no one cares about you. No one cares about your style. And with a certain gleam in his eye, he told me, not as a prediction, but as fact, in a wheelchair by the time you're 30. That was Rick Flair. Well, I've got one week to go. <laughs> the and I've been doing it my way. The concrete way. And I know deep in my heart that people may give lip service and say, oh, poor Cactus Jack. He's got a wife and two kids. But should I fail to get off the ground one of these times and I end up where that wrestler predicted I would, deep in their hearts, there'd be a look of joy there'd be happiness because they'd realize that they were right and that the man who made their jobs just a little bit more difficult was no more. So we're one week away. It would be so easy just to go in, dance around, and make my way to age 30, and then I could retire having proven them all wrong. Wow, 30. But that would be kind of like taking the ball the right field, wouldn't it? You see, the wrestling world better accept as I approach this milestone of my life that I'm going to crash through my third decade in the sport the way I did it. My way. Dropping elbows where you can feel the thud of human flesh beating concrete. And if you don't like it, if the older generation doesn't see fit, get a new job. That was sick. I don't know how he keeps coming up with new stories to tell every fucking promo. Not one promo is ever the same with him. So fucking brilliant. Now, I do have one criticism. Only. <laughs> it's no, not really criticism, but I'm just surprised by Mick. He said he's going to crash through his third decade. It's actually the start of your fourth decade, Mick. Come on. You turn 30. You're starting your fourth. <laughs> you lived 30 years. You lived three decades. Now you're in your fourth. Just being picky. He probably thought later, fuck, I fucked that up. <laughs> I said third decade. <laughs> Should have said fourth. There were no reshoots then. Oh, with, with that said, I'm, a, I'm about, you know, in a year approaching 40. Hitting into my fifth decade. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> and you're not far behind. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that said, fuck, let's listen to Joey Styles. Classic in addition, a most interesting tag team matchup as Tommy Dreamer joins forces with Mikey Whipwreck to do battle with Raven and his goofball flunky, Steve Richards. But the hottest topic of conversation these days in the ECW is Cactus Jack's quest to finally become the World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion. And the one man standing in Jack's way is not the current champion. It's not the Sandman. It's his best friend, the former champion, the franchise Shane Douglas. Right now, we take you back to the ECW arena. It was just a couple of weeks ago, the debut of the team of Tag. And 9-1-1. Alright, so we're going to enter Sandman. We got two fuckheads in the ring. Who the hell are these guys? No clue. 
I think we saw this mast painted. Yeah, the, the, the guide closest to us with the yeah. green pants we've seen before. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was on the last show. But here comes Taz with Paul Heyman and 911. And Taz still kind of Tasmaniac, but not totally. He looks badass here. Yeah, I like the color. And like you said on our latest episode of the Bottom Line cast, he looks. <laughs> Skandar Akbar. <laughs> yeah. It is, he, it's him. He looks like Skandar Akbar. <laughs> That's his dad. <laughs> And they're headed into the ring. Oh my god, you see that sign in the front row? No. Kill, right now. kill the queer. Jeez. What the queen. fuck, man? Sure, it says quit, queen. Oh, oh queer, maybe. Oh, queen. shit. Maybe I'm the bad guy. <laughs> maybe it says queen, but who the fuck's the queen? And who's the queer? Who's either of them? No, it's, it's yeah, queers. It it's says plural. queer. That's a hate sign. <laughs> yeah, that's a hate sign. Fuck off. I wonder if this... Now, this is our own version that we have. I wonder if this is on the network. It probably is. As much as they edit and censor shit, they're not that good with it. No, they miss a lot. They have to be tipped off to shit. Otherwise, the they don't know. The guy editing the video is like, Ah, oh, that's my sign. <laughs> that one no, it's just one. It's not plural. Yeah, it's just... He's it's just, yelling it. It's an exclamation point. Yeah, it's an exclamation that's a fucking hate... Like you said, that's a hate sign. What the fuck? And who's it directed to? Because Sign Guy only uses the signs during a particular match. Like, he won't hold that up all night. That's for this match. But who's he talking about? Not 911. 911 will fuck him up legit. Not Taz. Same thing. We'll fucking put him in a chokehold. Any of these guys in the ring would fuck him up, except the guy with the microphone. Yeah, that's it. The ref could probably even fuck him up. Yeah, John Finnegan would fucking beat his ass. Slap him in the face. Shut the, shut the fuck down. This guy's got a lot of nerve. And put the chairs out, you bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did, remember? You know, they got those front row seats because they put chairs out. But man, that sign. Make this quick, Taz. Yeah, fucking just do it like your boy did it. Fucking end this match. Send send Taz right now. It's like send hook, send Taz. What the fuck is this? WWF? Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. Vince McMahon here. <laughs> God damn it! Do it. Paul Heyman, I'm paying for your fucking payroll here. I want hey hey nana nanas on your show. Now Nobody will know, but it'll be an inside joke for me. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> <good>. that. <laughs> because it is not too long from this point that Vince McMahon is helping out. I'll take your fucking jungle boys. That's what this match is, fucking Jungle Boys. <laughs> <laughs> jungle Boys. And with that said, Jungle Boy and Lucha, whatever the fucking Lucha, that theme music they have is awesome. I love it. Oh, me too. It gets me it's, going. Yeah, it's... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah, that's good shit. 
That's one thing that makes AEW really pop so far is a lot of the wrestlers have really good music. That's a big deal. For I real. think it is. Yeah. It's part of the show. Yep. Entertainment. Woo! What a suplex from Taz there. Oh, like, like, this fucking great Muta, great Muta, great Muta wannabe <laughs> <laughs> is down on his ass. Great what the Muta. fuck? Oh, this is the Oriental Connection. That's what this team is. Uh, All right, so we saw one of these guys. Uh, it was Subo or Tosubo, Jinjen, something like that. The guy with the green pants we've seen before. Yes, correct. That was Tosubo Jinjen. Now this other guy. Let me look. His name is. Hiroshi Aikuda. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, nobody fucking knows because you're not Japanese. But 911 is now here, and he's got something to do. You know what he's going to do. Choke slam! Look at the crowd getting a fucking boner like Beavis. Choke slam. That's it. Still don't know about kill the. You. How about the fan with the sign? <laughs> I don't know if you notice it, but you got a fan on the other side. He's on the opposite of the hard cam with a sign. It's like, bro, don't bring a sign if you're on the opposite of the hard cam. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Realize where you are when you show up. Like, oh, ain't if, where I thought I was. Gonna put this sign away. If I was standing behind him, I'm like, fuckhead, get rid of that sign. It's pointless. <laughs> All we see is the back of it, and it's like the fucking printout from from school with, like, the perforated sides. And it's like the scanning, where it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot matrix or something <laughs> yes. like that, printers? Something, yeah. All it says is bum bum, too. Fucking sign sucks, dick. Alright, so we got an instant replay. Wow, instant replay, and this is instant. I like this. This is a little different. They're just playing some music and showing us the highlights of the match. So, Oof, new production value. Yeah, one of those Oriental connections got connected to the fucking map by Taz on the neck. Alright, so let's see what Joey has to say here. But before heading to the land of the rising sun... They stopped off in their hometown of L.A., not South Central, but a country club. Get this. To play a few sets. P.E.? Of tennis. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I'm playing tennis. Academy in this beautiful L.A. country club. Getting ourselves in shape to defend their world tag team I love these guys. in Japan. Hit the ball, Rocco! Oh, what are you doing? He's got like a fucking croquet. There's only fucking tennis club. Hey, dude. Playing tennis is a, one of the best workouts. Yep, sure is. I love it. It just, I, I you just don't have enough people tennis. to play with. <laughs> oh, what? you like tennis? I like tennis. I like playing uh, tennis. Yeah. Do you, you ever, ever play? play? No, you ever play Halo? No. I like playing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you said you're new to playing Halo, though, right? Yeah. Yep. I like playing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't play tennis. But... 
I like it. <laughs> Golf's good too. Yeah. But no, tennis, you know, that's why no one plays tennis. It's fucking, it's intense. It's a workout. Yeah, and if you suck, you're always chasing the ball. <laughs> like, ah, who's going to get the ball? I didn't get it over the fucking net. I remember when I first stopped playing, just fucking hit it over the fence, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I've played with you, I think, a few times. Yeah, Bobby used to play, too. See, these guys already quit. Yeah, because it sucks. Oh, sucks huh? when you suck. It sucks big time. It's one of those spots. You fucking take time. I only got into it because my father, and my grandfather, used to play every Sunday, and I had to go. Yeah, so it's to good to get into. Playing. It's a fucking great yeah. hobby. I wish, I wish, I grew to like it. It's probably better than golf. It doesn't take all fucking day either. Yeah, you fucking play for like a half hour. You fucking sweat your ass off, and yeah. you're done. That's like fucking six hours. <laughs> Alright, back to Joey. We talked over all that shit, but nothing really was going on other than P just sucking at tennis and talking nonsense. But one thing I am going to give a little, little preview to is is going to have a opponent. They're going to have a, a real rival Coming up very soon, JV. You're going to be very interested in. And that's all I'll say for now. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you a, another hint. The next Super Show, which we won't cover. But it'll be covered in ECW Hardcore TV episodes. But it's called Barbed Wire, Hoodies, and Choke Slams. Hoodies is the clue. Which tag team is coming? ECW. Hoodies. You don't have to guess. You can just let it ruminate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it. Alright, so again, a little recap from last week of Tommy Dreamer and Raven. And then Beulah. Bueller, who had been revealed to be the fat chick from Fat Camp, wherever the fuck they went. And Tommy Dreamer gave her no mind, paid her no mind. And here we have Tommy Dreamer saying, fuck you, I'm going to pile drive your ass. <laughs> Boom. Oof. And, and Raven goes right back. after Tommy. Right at his fucking kidney. So we got a great story going on here with Raven. Yep. Tommy Dreamer, Eula, Stevie as the flunky, DDT, even flow, and he's down. Oh, that backfired a little. And Tommy's fighting back in this. And we know that. This feud will continue on. Basically, it's just going to be Raven Tommy Dreamer for months and months. Say, this is like a marquee feud of theirs, right? Yeah. This is this is the story, basically, for gotcha. for months. And here we go. This was the debut of Luna Vashon appearing to help out Tommy Dreamer. Oh, she looks crazy as fuck. Man, she looks crazy to fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And fucking Luna's making out with Tommy Dreamer. I would. I would, yeah. Hell yeah. Should bite your fucking dick off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to yell, but I know someone's trying to sleep in the other room. So I gotta keep it down. I want her so bad, though. <laughs> That's alright, I do the yelling. <laughs> All right, so we get, again, another recap from last week. What are they, just going to play all last week's episode? This has fucking been like six minutes of this. So we're getting a recap of the ECW World Heavyweight title match between Sandman and Cactus Jack with Shane Douglas as the ref, which Shane Douglas did a damn good job as a ref, and he played it fair down the middle. What? We like hey. to call that a Ken Shamrock performance. Yes, Ken Shamrock. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad you mentioned that. We didn't say that last time, did we? I don't think we did. No. But, yeah, man, right on. Ken Shamrock. We said this on the bottom line wrestling guy. He's the fucking best special guest referee ever. Playing it right down the middle. And what we're talking about is WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold versus Braha. Which you fucking should know, and if you don't know, then you fucking need to know. Go watch if it. If you don't know, now you hey, know. No, you know, you know. That's the edited version. Yeah, that's, that's our version. <laughs> that's the white people version. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's you, piece of shit. No, I, I think Douglas was just fucking playing by the rules. So they're trying to shit on Shane Douglas for, oh, he fucked him over because he called the DQ. Well, no, he deserves the DQ. Shane Douglas warned Cactus Jack numerous times throughout the match. Hey, you're going to be DQ'd if you do this. And Cactus said, fuck it. Good stuff. Paul Heyman knows how to fucking write story. All right, now we get some new shit from Joey Styles. Let's take a listen. But it appears to this announcer that Cactus Jack still considers Shane Douglas to be his best friend in the world, and that is a mistake. There's no doubt in my mind that Cactus Jack could defeat the Sandman to become the new ECW World Heavyweight Champion. And the one man standing in his way, a man with his own interest in mind, with the triple threat in mind, not Cactus Jack, is the former champion, the franchise, Shane Douglas. Welcome back to Extreme Champion. I thought we were going to get a Shane Douglas promo there. What the fuck? Alright. Alright, so now Joey Styles is talking about Eddie Guerrero defeating Tuco Scorpio and then going to a draw with Dean Malenko. In those two matches, JV, remember, those are fucking two of the best matches that we've seen. And this is going to be a rematch. Oh, okay. Eddie versus Dean. I don't know if it's on this episode, though, so I see. I guess it is. I guess this is it. They're saying a replay? Uh, I hate when they start matches like this. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a replay. This is the match we watched. But there's going to be a rematch at Enter Sandman Super Show from May 13th. So they're building up to showing that. It'll be on next week's episode. Yeah, because in this match, we got Eddie with the fucking uh, the USA trunks there. 
All right, so Joey's building up the May 13th rematch. Eddie is the TV champion, so he's going to defend again against Dean Malenko. I'm looking forward to that. Shooter. Right, Shooter, so Mc Shooter McGavin. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a fucking hell of a nickname. And yeah, there's Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Sometimes I consider myself a shooter. But not in a long time. Why? Oh, because I like to shoot. <laughs> shoot what? Figure it out. That's funny. All right, Joey, get to the fucking point here. Come yeah. on. What are we doing here, Joey? Are you showing us Eddie versus Dean, or what the fuck's going on here? I already know it's next week, so stop wasting so much time. <laughs> Oh, you found a weakness in him, you say? Oh. I'm intrigued. Oh, Pennsylvania. So, at an untelevised show, they went to another draw. Hmm. So, all right, that, that's cool. Fourth match, then? All right, yeah. So, basically, they're building up that they've they've been just going draw, draw, draw. Every match, 30-minute draws. But now we get the Shane Douglas. And, man, I miss this guy. We haven't heard him in a while. He's got the mic. Fucking let's listen to this motherfucker. Put the volume up on this bitch. Monday Night Raw t-shirt. Ah. Sick and tired of hardcore wrestling. Oh, all right. Good. He thank you for to, clarifying that. He wants to prove that he's a wrestler. He's sick and tired of chairs and people not using their wrestling abilities. That's not what this is, bro. It's CCW. <laughs> the fuck? He knows that, but he's fucking playing it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. Being a heel. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Pittsburgh, motherfucker. It's not Philly. Trouble 
Oh, oh, this is big. Shit, I didn't know this was happening. No. Are you kidding me? Here? The debut of Bill Alfonso. What? I think it's the first time I've ever seen a debut ref. Fucking Billy Knight. The referee. <laughs> Bill Down Bill Down Knight. Bill Down Baggins. I know that means nothing to you guys. It's another inside joke, but we, we can't help but bring our friends into the show. We shit. don't care when he can come up. His name gets dropped all the time. Dildo Baggins. <laughs> I love fucking Bill Alfonso. He's hilarious. Alright, I'll shut up. Alright, so the crowds are already chanting for fucking 911. Oh, we got Todd Gordon. Damn. Fucking heel move by Shane Douglas to bring in a WWF referee. <laughs> Be like, I'm gonna strain things out around here. <laughs> He's the troubleshooting referee, Bill Alfonso. Bill O'Baggins will be his new nickname in honor of our friend, even though he's still alive. <laughs> Oof, that's some crazy shit. All right, now we got a big match here. We got Raven and Stevie versus Mikey and Tommy. Huh. Steve Richards. <laughs> <laughs> He's Looks fucking like a Beavis and Butthead character. <laughs> it's like fucking Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd was way cooler. That's <laughs> true. He had a chick. Fucking Raven. He's great. Alright, so we got Mikey, baby. What an ovation. <laughs> Sound like a Vince McMahon there. What an ovation. <laughs> Dream looking jack, man. Why are you wearing a t shirt? Fuck. Dreamer in his damn good shape. Innovator of violence oh, himself. That's the first time I think that phrase came out of Joey Styles' mouth. Yeah, I've never heard that. Innovator of violence. That becomes his nickname. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, that becomes his fucking his nickname. I there's nothing appealing about Tommy Dreamer's trunks, though. Fucking, you can see his ball sack and little fucking wiener. Come on, man. We have fucking couple A's of underwear. <laughs> Would you do that, JV? If you if you're in a 
You're a wrestler? Fucking pad the shit so it's not Boom, here it is. Uh yeah, I think so. Right. I mean I don't know, I think I'd do like whatever the locker room's doing. Like whatever they're common. I guess, but fuck I think I'm pretty sure. Or I'd be like Raven, just wear jean shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, if I fucking see that, I'm just make this clear. If I see fucking ball sack and a wiener, I'm gonna call it out. I'm not gonna pretend it's not there. I'm be like, oh no, I I can't say that because people are gonna think I'm looking at dick. No, I fucking see it just like everybody else does. Sometimes it sticks out more than other people. <laughs> it sticks out. Yeah, no pun intended. This one's not sticking out. Fucking flopping out. But anyway. Oh, Bill Alfonso, what a heel. So, what I don't get here is like, alright, Bill Alfonso is a referee, but Todd Gordon just went in there and was like, who the fuck are you? This is my company. <laughs> it's like, okay, you can be the referee, though. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like, why is he allowed to be the referee right now? I'm assuming he's under contract. I, I right? guess. Yeah, I guess. He debuted. I mean, he kind of came down with, well, I assume, are ECW officials. I know, but it's like Shane's bringing him out. Like, oh, he's the troubleshooting referee. And Todd Gordon, who runs the company, <laughs> comes out and's like, what the fuck's going on? And this guy's like, I'm going to fucking put you out of business. It's like, okay, you can be the ref now. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. When does it ever make sense, though, bro? Come on. It's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I and it's wrestling. <laughs> That's why we love it. That's why we watch it. <laughs> A nice fucking on by here by Mikey Whipwreck to Stevie Richards. Tags in his partner, Tommy Dreamer. Hey, Bill Alfonso at this point playing it clean right now. He's, he's, he's counting. He's saying, hey, got to get out of the ring. Double teaming going on here. Raven is asleep in the corner, not helping Stevie at all. But I think that is part of the gimmick with Raven and Stevie. <laughs> Raven doesn't give a fuck about Stevie. So Stevie can get his ass kicked, and Raven doesn't give a fuck about making a save. Alright, so they're just, like I said, just keep beating on Stevie. Raven doesn't give a fuck. Oh, a nice clothesline. He's pinning for the win with that one. Hook the leg. Yeah. If this try was hard, a try hard Mikey. If this was a singles match, that would have been it. Shitty ass dropkick. Ooh. That's like a Mick Foley style elbow. I like that. Former tag team champion with Cactus Jack. Mikey Whipwreck is. Oh, that was fucking right to the jaw. Kick to the fucking combat boot to the jaw. Stevie makes a tag to Raven. Raven doesn't want to be in there. He didn't even really stick his arm out at all. This guy, this guy is just fucking, doesn't give a fuck about anybody. <laughs> you like that, Jamie? Oh, nice, yeah. That was good. 
old school WWF. Oh. Frank and Mikey. Oh, and it sucked. It sucked dick. And it led that it to a, a stiff, stiff fucking spear. Yeah. Raven hit the spear on Mikey. Now he's fucking pounding him. Because, probably because that Frank and Mikey sucked so bad that it legit hurt Raven. And Raven is the biggest pro of everybody in this ring. He's the only, like, legit, probably, wrestler here. Scotty Flamingo. Johnny Polo. And Mikey did some fucking heck job on him. So he had to send him a message. <laughs> There's a camera guy at ringside. He's got a fucking legit silk shirt on, button up. Like We're on the left or right side? On the left. Left. On the left side, he has like a Beatles haircut, full silk shirt on, button up, tucked in, looking like a biggest nerd. Must be European. <laughs> Has to be cultural. Yes, it's got to be a cultural thing. <laughs> well, it was 95, and I can't remember having some silk shirts in like 94-ish. Yeah, those were like fucking homecoming and fucking boys yeah. club dance shirts. Right. Oh, wow. That was a cool move. Raven and Stevie did a, like a... I don't know what the fuck to call it. Like a... Face? Face? Yeah. Like a face? Face down suplex. Sound like an idiot right now, but what the fuck is that? Tommy finally jumps in, like, hey, let me help. And it takes forever to get back in the ring. All right. To leave the ring as his boy, as his fucking, I'll just call Mikey his boyfriend. I think the edible, <laughs> I think, I, th- <laughs> I think the edible kicked in. There you go. Hey, we got another episode to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Hey, he just did like six spins. Oh, man, Raven just fucking. Kicked Mikey right in the face, and I, I, I feel like I saw, I just sounded like Gene Oakland back in the early 80s. Ow! Ow! Just yelling and screaming there in big moves. <laughs> I need to try to prevent that for myself. That's something I need to do. I can't be yelling when something cool happens. We're not professionally trained commentators here. No. But, hey, I like Where is this Raven going? Yeah. It's not bad. I like it. It's not bad. It's entertaining. It's a shit show. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, <laughs> Joey. Jr. like, caught him and dropped him. I fucking stole Joey's line there. But he fucking... Yeah, he... Raven... Mikey was setting up to go on the top rope, but Raven grabbed him. You think he was going to throw him back into the ring, but he threw him outside the ring. Luckily, Tommy Dream was there, and Tommy Dream made the save, and... Helped his boyfriend, Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> Mikey's your boyfriend. Alright. Oh, so, oh! That was cool. Swinging neckbreaker, and Mikey grabbed onto the rope to prevent it. That wasn't. I've never Raven's seen that before. Still in control, though. Yeah, Raven is the only person that's been in control in this match. Even when he's outside. On the ring apron, he's in control. Ooh, in that case, no. Mikey fucking pulled the rope down as Raven was about to attack him. And 
Oh! And Raven fell out of the ring. And Mikey goes for a tope. Suicida. And Ooh. Stevie makes the save, pulls Raven out of the way. But then Tommy Dreamer jumps over the top rope and lands on Stevie. Out of nowhere. And that was fucking that cool. Came, and that oh! came from off camera. Oh, double DDTs. We got Raven. Whew. That was cool. Raven hit a DDT to Stevie. Tommy. No, Tommy hit a DDT to Stevie. Raven hit a DDT to. This fucking partner, Mikey. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking shit show. And now, Afonso is flipping out. Let's listen. Alright, I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but basically yeah, he's saying... Yeah, it's all muffled. Yeah, it's all muffled. He's basically saying, Tommy's disqualified. Shane Douglas is now in the ring. What's he got? Alright, so Douglas is antagonizing Dreamer, telling him to hit the ref, hit, hit Bill Alfonso, hit him, come on, hit him, come on, come on. All right, the crowd's popping. Something's going on here. And it's Cactus Jack. Alright, big confrontation here. All my friends. Let me explain something to you, my friend. Are you ready to please Mankind versus Shane Douglas in WWF in 1996. If Shane could have just stuck around and broke through the Dean Douglas gimmick, it been Shane Douglas. Oh, just like you know how Austin broke free from Ringmaster. Yep. Douglas yeah, that, should have been comparison. able to do the same thing. It's just that Shawn Michaels fucking hated Shane Douglas and fucked him over. Basically, got him fired. Ooh, Cactus Jack down on his knees. Come on. Come on. I'm right Boy, here. Bitch. What an episode. This was fucking fun. Oh, what's escalating it? this this episode's escalated a lot of feuds. Oh yeah. I mean, not a good, not a lot of great wrestling, but fucking fun shit. Eh, still good television. Yeah. That's exactly what you want. Entertaining. That was fucking cool. Oh, can't wait to see more. 
ECW 1995, man. Fuck, it's awesome. And we're in the heart of it right now. Literally, it's the middle of the year. Ooh, Bill Alfonso's on the scene. Shane Douglas is fucking teasing that he's done with ECW, but he's still causing havoc and riling things up with Cactus Jack. We got Tommy Dreamer, Raven, all that shit's going on. We got fucking hot Pula McGillicuddy. Pula McGillicuddy. That's what I used to call it. But anyway, all that's going down. Public Enemy. And JV, I said it before. I gave you some time. Who do you think Public Enemy's rivals are going to be coming in on the next show? And the name of the show is, again, Barbed Wire, Hoodies, and Choke Slams. Hoodies is the clue. <laughs> hoodies? Yep, hoodies. Like hooded sweatshirts? Uh, kind of. But like hood. From the hood. Harlem Heat? No. More hardcore than Harlem Heat. More hardcore. Dudley Boys? No. Who, dude? I don't. Who? New Jack. Mustafa. I would have never guessed that. The Gangsters! <laughs> the original. I thought they were the original Gangsters. I think they're just called the Gangsters. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but anyway, they're coming, man. So. Fuck, look at all this shit going on. I didn't awesome. know New Jack was in a tag team. Oh, fuck. That's how it started out, yeah. Yeah, I don't know any of that shit. Oh, that's right, because you never watched it. <laughs> that's what I'm like. You want me to guess shit I don't know? Once you started saying New Jack, I was like, dude, you know I'm not going to know that. What the fuck tag team was he in? <laughs> yeah, like, I thought he just, I thought he was just crazy. I know he was, he had a partner who's crazy enough to be his partner. That guy's crazier than him. Well, you're about to see it soon. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I'm that's glad. awesome. I'm All right. You, Jack. <laughs> All right. So with that said, we're going to take our little break and we're going to fucking move on to the next episode, May 30th, 1995. And we're going to continue the coverage of Enter Sandman from May 13th. And we're going to get Eddie versus Dean. We're going to get that big match. We're going to get Sandman versus nice. Cactus Jack for the title. So two big matches there. All right, we'll be right back. We got a nice little break song, and this was requested by our research department head, Rick BB, and he gave us Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Hell of a song in yeah, 1995. Song. Love it. So take a listen to that, and we'll be right back.
Now for episode 110 of the ECW Hardcore TV from May 30th, 1995. And I hope you guys enjoyed Hey Man, Nice Shot. And hope you had a nice shot when you could. But anyway, move on. <laughs> and hey, fuck. It's still fucking Enter Sandman. And this is a hell of a show at this point. So we're going to continue on. And we got two good matches, I think, on this episode. It's Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko for the TV title. And Sandman versus Cactus Shack for the ECW title. So, don't get much better than that. So, let's see how this plays out. JV, you're all set up? Yes, sir. All right, guys. So, like I said before, if you don't have access, then fucking get access already to the BTT Drive. It's not only ECW, but it's fucking a shit ton of old school wrestling available on there. So, if you're a Patreon member, as you are, because you listen to this, get the BTT Drive and listen. Watch along with us. So, here we go. I'll give you a countdown. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. Three, two, one, play. All right, we got Shane Douglas in the ring from last week. I'll just recapping what we've just covered. And Shane Douglas is going to introduce Bill Alfonso. 
as the troubleshooting referee. Hope they, hope they don't fucking give us a five-minute recap of this. Here's the last seven minutes of the show you just watched. <laughs> Replay. And again, we know why they do it. It's because these shows were readily available, and who knows when they were playing, what day they were playing, what time of day they were playing. And it's like, all right, so if somebody's catching this, let's let them catch up on something. <laughs> anyway, you got Bill Afonso, or as we're going to call him, Bildo Baggins from this point on. He's now in the ring. And he's saying he's going to run things the way he's going to do them. We got a shit show of a match here. And it was a fun match, as we just covered. But it's going to end in a DQ. Which is the right booking. Yeah. I think so. Should be no winner here. It's a tag team match. Tommy Dreamer has never beaten Raven. Never beaten. Even though it happened already. But that's the story they want to tell at this point. That Tommy Dreamer can't get a win over Raven. Even in this tag team match, now he can't get a win. It's a DQ. It's all because of this new ref. A WWF referee, Bill Afonso. Was then brought in by Shane Douglas, who is teasing that he is going to WWF. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. <laughs> That's going to be one of the biggest regrets. But hey, you got to take a shot, right? Like he's the biggest star in ECW, or yeah, big I mean, star. I don't know how but he hey, regrets it. Not with the go money. Go for the payday. Yeah. But then it didn't work out, though, either. Like, he didn't even actually make the money he thought he was going to make. <laughs> well, the fuck. odds were probably in his favor to do well at the time, and the odds just didn't land. It was just yeah, bad timing. Yeah, where, where, they, where they probably would have. 95 was bad business. In wrestling, in general. Yep. Probably would have been better off going to WCW 1995. <laughs> Sticking around until the NWO came around. Yeah, Although, no shit, huh? <laughs> Although he probably would have been eaten up by the NWO. Yeah, they would have. And Shane was fucked. Sucked. Nobody liked him. They, was, they were envious of him, I think. Or jealous. Either way, yeah. I agree. They saw talent there, and they, and they saw somebody that didn't have any backers. No supporters behind him. Like, oh, yeah, he's good, but who the fuck does he know? Fucking run him out of town. And it gets even worse when it comes to, uh, like, in the early 2000s. In WCW, when he's there with... Dean Molenko, Eddie Guerrero, all them, the Radicals. They all jumped to WWE, but they don't want Shane Douglas. They don't inform Shane Douglas about the deal. He's left out. He's gone buffuck in this business. I'd say he's definitely has, his story could have been a lot better. It should have been a lot better. Like what? Watch what I'm watching here in ECW. Him doing then, how I know 
Right, and you see him right now in the ring with Cactus Jack. Yeah. Like, come on. He's on that level. Cactus Jack is a fucking superstar Hall of Famer. And Shane Douglas is on the same level right now in this match with him. Yep. Shane Douglas deserves to be at that point. And Mankind's about to be at the tip of the top. Yeah, it's just a year away. Yep. Fucking Dean Douglas. We'll get. We'll talk more about that when it happens. But Dean Douglas. Well, as I said earlier, you can shake that kind of shit when you're a great performer, like he is. Well, he wasn't allowed to. Yeah. People didn't like him. That matters sometimes. Strong Michaels basically said, I, I, I'm going to drop the title because I don't want to lose to Dean Douglas. <laughs> so he dropped the title and Razor won it. <sighs> yeah, how much differently those careers could have went. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Opening, badass song, as always. We didn't talk about it in the first one, but we talk about it all the time. But we got a little new opening here. We got two... Ooh, nice suplex from Taz to two cold. Ah, fucking awesome. And there's the champion. It's not Sandman. The, the champion is a woman. <laughs> That's the real champ. Alright, so Joey Styles is welcoming us to the show, so let's take a listen. I'm Joey Styles, and on last week's program, we saw how Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission appointed referee Bill Alfonso is turning the ECW upside down. Earlier today, ECW fan cam caught up with Commissioner Todd Gordon, who had these... Ooh, Todd Gordon, what's he got to say? He's not going to be happy. He's always pissed off. Holiday Inn. Commissioner Gordon, what's the deal with you and Bill Alfonso? Again with Bill Alfonso. Bill Alfonso was sent here by the Pennsylvania State Athletic Commission to enforce the rules and lay down the law in ECW. Hey, Bill. Bill, hello. <laughs> this is the ECW. There are no rules in the ECW. But I know who put you up to this. It was Shane Douglas. Shane, lighten up. Take a Valium. You're so damn anal. God. That, I don't like that. Because that's not typical Todd Gordon. It's a totally different approach. Seems like a new character to me. Yeah, yeah. With no build. Yeah, that sucked. Just like, hey, I'm this confident now. Huh? Hey, yeah, fucking, there's no rules. Well, then go fuck yourself, man. If there's no rules. <laughs> if there's no rules, you're not the boss. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to get the title match. Double title matches. Now, I don't think we're going to get the full Eddie Guerrero D. Michael match. Really? Yeah, because there's not going to be time for it. Based on what I'm looking at. So they're going to cut this down. Alright, so Joey said it. He said it's going to be highlights of this match. Well, listeners, remember, the BTT Drive, Enter Sandman, full show is available. You can watch the whole match, the whole show. 
It's all available there. We're just not going to do it as a super special because we're going we're gonna to wait to do our next super special for Hardcore Heaven in July 1st. So that'll be in a, about a month. We'll do that. We're going to be selective, JV. The super cards. So. We did every super card. I don't think we'll get through a year. <laughs> The fuck is this? Number inactive? This must have been ripped from WWE Network. They do a good job with... Whoever made this did a good job with, like, putting in the original shit. That's why the video quality is so good. Alright, so we got the rematch now. Eddie versus Dean. Dean's coming out to Perfect Strangers, which is the music for... The triple threat. Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, and Shane Douglas. One of my favorite fucking songs. And I won't stop talking about it. Can you remember? The song, yeah, the song rocks. Look at Eddie's tights. He's got his fucking <laughs> sweet tights on. <laughs> Looks like an orca. Here we go. Dean Malenko. Oh! Joey Styles just said that he's being joined on commentary by Peter Sernercha, which is Taz. Oh, that's his name. That's his Peter name. So he's breaking away from his Tasmania character. He's going by his own name. Pizza Nurture. I know you guys listening won't hear much of it because JV and I are going to talk, but Taz is going to do some fucking commentary in this fucking wrestling match, so that'll be interesting, so we'll, we'll try to listen in as much as we can. Oh, Stone Cold reference. The Dean Malenko. Hey, we said it even on the bottom line cast that Stone Cold stole a bunch of shit from ECW. He stole the beer drinking character from Sandman, the Stone Cold Stunner from Mikey Whipwreck. I know there's other stories that WWF tells about how all that came to be, but Stone Cold was there in late 95 and he learned the Whippersnapper from Mikey Whipwreck. He had two matches with him. He had two matches with the Sandman as the beer drinker. Come on. And now you have Joey Styles here saying, oh, Dean Malenko, Stone Cold calculating. Same shit that Vince McMahon will say in promos and segments leading up to the ringmaster becoming Stone Cold. Oh, this ringmaster, he's Stone Cold. He's calculating. Hmm. Okay. Conspiracy theory? Do I have my tinfoil hat on, JV? No. I don't. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, so he has to like. Uh, I wonder if he has some like. He signed this long contract. Oh, Stone Cold. Like what's it? Uh, confidentiality. Oh. Eh, probably not. Oh, not his character. People just don't think about it. <laughs> or it's easy to be like, nah, wrong. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 
All right, so what we have here is a, a typical mat wrestling match here. But what's great about it, as we said, is Pete Sonrentra, Taz, is on commentary, and he's just breaking down the match like a fucking, you know, legit amateur wrestler. And isn't that crazy that he is, like, been a top commentator, wrestling commentator for years? Yeah, he's one, of, he's one of the better ones, too. And he had many years in WWE as a ring and out. Not a ring announcer, but a wrestling commentator. And then, obviously, now he's in AEW. So he has so much experience. But here we are right now, 1995, before he even really debuts as the Taz character. He's on commentary. And he's given legit commentary for a mat wrestling match between Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. Two of probably the most technically sound, the two most technically sound wrestlers on their roster. Right. Paul Heyman put him in commentary for this match for a reason. Because he could explain what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's fucking awesome. Oh, and, and it's so cool that you know he'll go on to have his great career, career in ECW. And then make it to WWE. And you know, it starts off great. But then, you know. He's not the type of WWE guy. But Vince McMahon knows right away, let's make this guy a commentator. And boom, right away. He's made for it. And he's got both. He's a fucking great wrestler and he's a fucking great commentator. Yeah, he checks all of the boxes. He's a great yep. manager. Great manager. He's fucking great in promos. Great wrestler. That's the Tiger Bomb. There it is. Awesome. Tiger Bomb, Joey. Oh, Tiger Bomb. Tiger Bomb. Wow. Whew. Now, we're not giving a lot of commentary for this match because it is chopped up, JV, right? So, we've seen like five cuts. Yeah. But right now, D. Malenko's, yeah. They're both down. D. Malenko seems to be slowly getting up first. He's up. And he's going to go to work, it looks like, on Eddie here. Dean, Dean looks tired as fuck. Yeah, he's bringing Oh, look at Eddie, now. though. Oh, Eddie just flopped over. He doesn't even have enough energy to hold himself up with help. I don't think he's playing possum either, though. Funny, I brought that phrase up once to my wife. I was like, oh, they're, playing, they're just playing possum. She didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. What? It's like, I was like, is this just a, like a wrestling-related term? Or is no, that... it's in everywhere. That's what possums do. <laughs> Wait, I know. That's what possums do, but is that not brought up in any other area of life? Like, oh, they're playing possum. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, where, where else would you say other than wrestling? Boxing? <laughs> well, boxing? Well, who, who's watching that? Uh, you know, that's Jess. <laughs> You yeah, know, I will. I'm going to What's a possum? Well, right. We should know possums play dead. But. I think kids, the kids just say that. I remember saying that as a kid. I, well, I, I remember saying it as a kid because I heard Gorilla Monsoon or Bobby Eaton saying it. <laughs> no, I think it's just like, oh, you're playing possum. Like you play guns, cops and robbers or something. <laughs> they act dead. Yeah, I'm wondering about that because I was like, huh? 
Really? Is it just a wrestling thing? <laughs> it should be out there. I mean, that's what they do. Even even students that I've had, like, I'll say that, huh? <laughs> you know what a possum is? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a little shocked that. But yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it is wrestling. I never, I never tied it to wrestling though. So I have a different perspective. Huh. I only learned hey, it from I, wrestling. You know, maybe I learned it from wrestling. But I don't. I don't that's what I'm did. saying. Yeah. Holy shit! Malenko just fucking tossed Eddie Guerrero off the top rope to the other side of the ring. That was crazy. And Eddie's definitely not playing possum. He's not playing pussum either. He's strong here. That was a shitty joke. <laughs> yeah. Ooh! Eddie was about to go for Hurricane Rana, but Dean Malika said, uh -uh. Yeah. Not tonight. Oh my god, I can't even call this because there's too much going on. <laughs> Holy shit! Nice head scissors. Oh, oh double right. clothesline. Wow, that was a great exchange. That was like seven moves. Seven moves that just happened within 30 seconds. Too much to commentate. You have to see it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch it. But it was good shit. Such good shit, pal. Ooh, now we're, we cut away to another segment of the match. Demon Link goes outside the ring. Eddie's on the top rope. He's gonna do a splash. We got an oh my god from Joey. Now we cut to a brain buster in the middle of the ring. So this match is totally chopped up. And... I'm going to have to watch this match on my own. Because I want to hear Taz's commentary throughout this. It's a hell of a match. And Taz's little tidbits. Ooh, oh, Eddie goes for a frog splash. Dean gets the knees up. And Eddie rolls out of the ring. Nice. Well, well done. Alright, so Joey Styles just mentions that Eddie Guerrero got his, his finishing move, the frog splash, from his former tag team partner, the late Art Bar. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that Art Bar did the frog splash. This little tidbit there. That's right, only win this shit in the ring. Alright, so Dean's going up to the top rope, but Eddie now is up there meeting him. And he's got him set up for a suplex. A superplex. Boom! Nailed it. Nice superplex. The crowd is fucking giving their appreciation. For another hell of a match. I wish we could see the whole match. Oh, fucking three stooges point to the eyes. Eddie Guerrero walks the ropes. Doing a tightrope. Hurricane nice. Rana. To a pinfall attempt. Oh, he smashed his nose on that. Did you see that? Yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> Taz just said it too. Oh! Yeah, Eddie's bloodied up. Yeah, he, he definitely. I, my nose would be bleeding like a motherfucker. That oh, yeah. Shit. I don't know if he's busted open now, buddy. Jerry Stiles is busted open. I think he just fucking's got a nosebleed. 
Dean's checking on Eddie right now. Blading him now. Alright. Uh, I don't think he's blading him. I think he's like asking him. Alright. Something to Taz in commentary. Fuck. Joey Styles is like, hey, shit, I gotta watch out for my job with this guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Taz is actually... Oh, Taz, but I, I think you're a great wrestler. I think you should be in the ring. I don't know why they got you back here. <laughs> yeah, you need to be a big star. You know, they're screwing you, man. This ain't good for you. This ain't good for your career. We're going to push you big. I'm, I'm going to talk to Paul. We're going to push you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Taz also is big backstage, you know. Well, not backstage, but in fucking Paul Heyman's mom's basement. <laughs> He he's like all into the merchandise, and he makes the designs for the T-shirts and the slogans, all the catchphrases. That's all Taz. Mm -hmm. So anything that's on any ECW shirt, any wrestler's shirt, from this point on, it's all from Taz. That's fucking cool. Eventually, Bubba Ray is gonna have a similar role, but at this point, it's Taz, kind of like a right-hand man. Nice, Frankensteiner. Hurricane Ron from Eddie. This guy's oh. every, every time they oh. land, it's hard. Oh, like that razor's edge power bomb from Eddie to Dean, uh, from Dean to Eddie, rather. Advantage Malenko. Far be it for me to question your expertise. Advantage Malenko. It's simple, man. He took every shot. It's a tough match to cover for us because it's so choppy, but it's, it's damn good. It's not bad, even with the choppy. No. The choppy's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Basically, we're getting the highlights, really. Yep. That's great. But we don't get real flow of how the match is going. That's fine. And again, listeners, go to BTT Drive. The whole match is there. Oh! What a roll-up. Oh, Man, so many near falls in this match. That was close. Oh, the, the past four matches, they said, were draws, right? So what do you think, yes. JV? Of the draw? Or? I think we're going to get a winner here. Oof. Wrong, huh? I don't know. Well, at the, in the, at this situation, I wouldn't take the title off of Eddie Guerrero. He's the champ. What's well, gonna, I was I was gonna say unless someone cheats, unless Dean cheats, Guerrero wins. Yeah, that's what I would say. Oh, dragging him in by the leg. Make it definitive. Eddie is the champ. Alright, we got the figure four here. What? Oh. Yeah, no. This is Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Who rang the bell? Oh, it was a draw again. I thought we were going to get a screw job. He submitted. He submitted. That would have been that would have been a way to do it, JV. Get close to a draw 
and have the bell ring and oh the referee screwed him. They should have fucking Bill Afonso be the referee. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Malenko's in the triple threat with Shane Douglas. That would have been cool. All right, so another draw. But still building up. Good wrestling. All right, let's listen to Joey. Yes, Taz. Oh, this is his fucking breakout promo. All right, let's listen. But you know him very well. But you know him as Taz. Oh, fucking promo package. All right, we're getting highlights of Taz, Peter Sinertia. Zen Taz. I love Taz. Fucking awesome. Obviously, you guys know that. He's just fucking up Oriental Express, whatever they're called. Oriental Exchange. War between Tommy that video package sucks. Exchange. Exchange. Oriental Exchange. I'm pretty sure you had it right the first time. <laughs> no, it was Oriental Connection is what it's supposed uh -huh. to be. <laughs> Oriental Exchange. <laughs> We're trading you. Alright. I, I could have sworn that Taz actually spoke. Maybe they, maybe that was cut off. This version. Yeah, we got all hyped. There's fucking nothing. Oh, nothing. This is the best fucking promo. Yeah, promo. <laughs> maybe next week. <laughs> Fuck. Well, they're building up Taz nonetheless. <laughs> He's not a fucking Tasmaniac anymore. He's a. Uh, he can speak and he knows wrestling. <laughs> Oh, all right. Raven time. Suck my dick. <laughs> Sorry. Go away. <laughs> Sorry. The scars that Luna left on Richard's back is nothing compared to the mental anguish I live with every day. Between the idea and the reality between the motion and the act falls the raven between conception and creation between emotion and response falls the raven history is a pattern of timeless moments and Tommy Dreamer you know full well that ours are intertwined forever and it amuses me to think that the girlfriend of your youth now worships me in the hideous gargoyle I was once stuck with is now stuck to you. Luna, to spend another night of carnal lust with you, I'd sooner be crucified. Quote the raven, nevermore. Turn on Luna. Gargoyle. 
title, Cactus Jack. One oh, nice. away from his 30th birthday. We'll face the unlikely world heavyweight champion. All right, we're going to get the big championship match here. Sam Manning, Cactus Jack. The winner of that matchup must then defend the world heavyweight title against the former champion, the franchise Shane Douglas, in a matchup we will most likely bring you on next week's program. Cactus Jack wants to be the world champion. The Sandman won't give it up. It's all set to hit the fan when we come back in two minutes and two seconds. <laughs> two minutes and two seconds. <laughs> all right. Got that down, Pax, huh? Yeah. Oh, we got woman's nice ass there. She's the champ. She's got the title. Sandman's going to make his long-ass entrance. Enter the Sandman. Rex Quando fucking hair on still. Holding the kendo stick like it's his dick. Pervert. Never mind all the shit that I said earlier. <laughs> so he's holding it like his dick. Now he's finally gonna let woman into the ring. Yeah, let the champ in the ring. She is the champ. He wouldn't have that championship without her. Nope. She cares about it more than he does. Yeah. He's a fucking beach bum. And that's the truth with Sandman, man. He's not the champ. <laughs> without woman, he's nothing. Oh, we got a cactus shack. Head up on the highway. Looking for adventures. Something like that. <laughs> I, never I, I don't know why I don't have one of those fucking Cactus Jack shirts. I gotta get one. You don't? <laughs> I thought for sure you'd have it with the cutoffs. Ah, oh, I gotta. Yep, that's the next thing I'm buying. I gotta get that fucking <laughs> Cactus Jack shirt cut off. Music still playing too. This Cactus Jack is getting beat. There we go. They shut the music off. Now it's time for brawling outside the ring. And this is just going to be a brawl. No ring introductions. Just fucking battle it out. Jim Molino saying, get up in the ring. Come on, guys. Get back in there. Woo! Same man fucking gets tossed. Oh, we got a stipulation here that I don't think was made apparent earlier. Unless we missed it. Maybe I don't think you caught it, but uh, the winner of this match has got to defend the title against Shane Douglas. Oh, I didn't catch that. Might have been talking over it. Yeah, it must have been. But that's the stipulation here. It's a world title match. Whoever's the champion after this later in the night faces Shane Douglas. So I guess we'll cover that on the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. I feel like a little kid just fucking flew off the stairs there. <laughs> They're fighting on the steps, and I just saw somebody drop from the top to the bottom, and it wasn't a wrestler. <laughs> All right, so we continue fighting, and then uh, Cactus is going to nail the same man with the steel chair. And... It's so awkward the way he fell over the fucking guardrail. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not that 
like athletic. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, you know, the kid that doesn't know how to climb a fence. Trying to climb the fence. I've never done this before, guys. Everyone's hopping over it. Yeah, yeah. All clicking <laughs> shit. All but, coughing it. Uh, <laughs> my mom's going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble when my mom sees yeah. this. I don't want to rip. These are the new shoes. I don't want to fuck them up. All right, so this match is continuing on outside of the ring, and Mick Foley, all kinds of Jack, nails. Ass control. <laughs> nails him into the corner post, and he's got a table set up. I don't know why he's having such trouble setting up that table. It's probably broken already, so Cactus, Cactus like, what is it, fucking amateur hour? I can't even get a fucking table that stands up. Sure, that happens a lot. Oh, that guy fucking feels like a badass. He's holding up a steel chair in the crowd. We got a fan in the front row. He's got his chair up. Cactus slams Sandman right into it. And then he's talking shit like, yeah, baby. Good for him, though. Good for him. Not talking shit, but good for him. That's a good memory to have. Like, that's shitty. Yes, all right. So what we just saw. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for your comment. <laughs> I didn't want to call the action, but I was just waiting for you. Look at wait, throw it. You so. Before you even said anything, I wasn't even gonna call it. I was gonna say Sandman is probably the shittiest wrestler there is. Yeah, he's definitely green. I, mean, I love the character and all that hoopla that goes with it, but he sucks. It's innovative, I guess. You know, whatever. For the time. But again, it goes back to woman. He wouldn't be shit without woman. Woman is the main reason why the caning of Tommy Dreamer happened. Not saying, man. All about woman. You gotta give Sandman props because he's the guy that fucking was in the ring doing work. But his character is largely just based around a woman. And they wanted to do a hardcore type story and put the title on that guy. After Shane Douglas being the champ so long. It's like, alright, we're going to have a hardcore ECW type guy as the champ. So let's go with the guy who's been here the longest. It was Sandman. Right? You know, from the start, JV, Sandman yeah. was the main guy. Yeah, he was Surfer Sandman. Who uh, who else that's there right now was there in the beginning? Oh, poof. Nobody, right? No, Other just Sandman? Sandman right now. Yeah. Public Enemy wasn't. Oh, they weren't there yet. JT Smith isn't really on Maybe the show like anymore. Tony Stetson. <laughs> yeah, Tony <laughs> like, Stetson showed up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you know, those fuckers, but... So I understand why Paul Heyman would be like, all right, we'll put it on you. you got a good thing going on. You've been here all along. You're the champ. Chain's going elsewhere soon. Let's get the belt off him. Yep. Again, nothing against Sandman. It's just 
you know, he sucks. <laughs> Everyone. Might be part of his character too, and I'm just missing it. But I That's true. Part of his character is sucking because he's yeah. drunk. It's his style. <laughs> what style's that? Drunk style. <laughs> drunk style. It's like fucking uh. What's that? What's that called? Fucking Crouching uh. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Bullshit. No, the fucking strong style. Strong style. Oh, yeah, yeah, strong style. <laughs> not, not strong style. Fucking drunk style, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so that was drunk style right there. So fucking Cactus Jack went running at Sandman at the ropes and Sandman ducks and Cactus went over, fucking hit his back on the hardest part of the ring. The edge there, you know. Fucking hit the mat. And now they're battling on the outside. We got a fucking guy a weird bald guy. You see that dude? He's got the fucking weird ass bald mullet. Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> he missed. Yeah, he same missed. man just jumped out of the ring. He tried to jump over the guardrail. He fucking. The guardrail. He hit his feet on the guardrail and fell into chairs. Yeah, that's drunk style. Right there. And we got a guy with a plunger, too. I don't think it was effective at all. That may have been pretty, but it wasn't pretty, but may, it was, may have been effective. No. Uh -uh. Wrong on all accounts. There's that bald guy's head again. What the fuck? Just shave your head. Same man did a little fucking jump over the guardrail sidekick into Cactus. I don't know what to make of this match. We know how great Mick Foley is, Cactus Jack is. It doesn't shine through in a match like this. Sandman's not the best partner. I hate the fucking shit on Sandman, but... Hey, he's out of his element. Yeah. Gotta call it like it is. He's the main Ooh. eventer, and he's... He just break his ankle. And it's up against a main eventer. Check this Jack playing possum or he just hurt his ankle. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> Shit, he's, he's getting whipped into a table. That sucked. No, That's definitely. All right, good. See, yeah, all right. He was technically playing possum, I guess. Because he, he avoided hitting the table in the corner. And then he ran back with a shitty ass bulldog. That's not a typical Cactus Bulldog. So that did suck ass. And now Cactus is setting up the table. Throws Sandman into the table that's now set up against the ropes. Alright, now... Oh, fuck! Holy shit! Alright, so the table was set up and... Cactus... Placed Sandman on the table and just whipped it over the top rope. And Sandman fucking landed on the floor. With no mats. Fucking solid concrete floor. Some barbed wire got tossed into the ring. Somehow. Now he goes right after Sandman with his barbed wire. Alright, is there... 
Any rules? <laughs> yeah, what is going on? It's not. What is he hitting him with? Hit him with barbed wire. Yeah. That some chick threw into the ring. Oh, there we go. We get the classic Cactus Jack elbow drop from the ring apron to the floor with the with the with the barbed wire. That was pretty good. Same man's fucking beat up. Cactus throws him back in. Come on. Pin him. Win the title. What are you doing here? Alright. Another elbow. A second elbow in the ring. Come on, Cactus. Oh, Cactus says one more. One more. He's telling the crowd one more. And he hits another elbow drop with the, with the barbed wire. Um, DDT, boom! It's gotta be over now, right? One, two, oh, Shane Douglas! Shane Douglas just sneaked in, and he tossed Sandman's leg on the rope to break the count. Cactus Jack, fucking pissed, yelling at Shane outside of the ring. Of course, this is gonna lead to some bullshit. Sandman comes from behind. Boom! Nut shot. Nut shot with the kendo sticks. Covers him. One, two, three. Ah, Sandman retains it. But, alright, while this match wasn't great, the story is good because now it continues the Cactus Jack Shane Douglas feud. That was hyped up earlier. But now it's going to be now it's going to be uh, Sandman versus Shane Douglas, though. Which is weak, though, because we want Cactus versus... We want Cactus versus Shane. But what that ultimately means is that Cactus is going to fucking get involved in that match. <laughs> Crazy shit. A whirlwind. What do you think, JV? Um, fun stuff. Yeah, it's fun, but I, I didn't, I didn't like this. I think that we kind of ended on a sour note. I didn't like this Mick Foley and Sandman match at all. I didn't like the match at all, but I kind of liked the ending because it played back to the original okay. story. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean, with yeah. Cactus and Chain. Mm -hmm. So it, it brought that kind of full circle. But now we're gonna get Sandman versus versus Shane, which, like I said, will bring in Cactus, and that continues on, and that'll be next week. All right, so yeah, that's it. That's it for uh, this episode of ECW Hardcore TV for May thirtieth, nineteen ninety five, and good shit from Enter Sandman, and the coverage of Enter Sandman is gonna continue. On our next episode. So that'll be episode 52 covering 52. ECW Hardcore TV. 111 and 112 from June 6th and June 13th, 1995. So that'll be our next episode. And with that said, we're going to take a quick little break. And we'll be back with the ECW wrap-up. And be right back.
All right, so as I said, the next episode is going to be ECW Hardcore TV episode 111 and 112 covering June 6th and June 13th, 1995. We will complete the coverage of Enter Sandman from May 13th, 1995. And then from there, we're going to move on. Two weeks after that, we're going to cover episodes 113 and 114, which is June 20th and 27th. And we get another big ECW show, well-known show, which has a lot of coverage on these two episodes. It's barbed wire hoodies and choke slams. So we're going to get barbed wire matches. Very creative of Paul Heyman to call it barbed wire hoodies and choke slams. So you're going to get barbed wire matches. Get hoodies, which are the gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa Saeed, and then you get choke slams from 911. It seems like an episode title that I would come up with. Odd <laughs> yeah. hoodies and choke slams. <laughs> great, great minds think alike, buddy. <laughs> hey, thank you. That is not a prediction, that's a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> and then from there, we're going to move on to our next big show, Supercard Special Number 11. Hardcore Heaven 95 from July 1st, 1995. One of the biggest shows in ECW's history up to that point. So, can't wait to get to that. And also, check us out, JV and I. We do the bottom line wrestling cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. In this past week's episode was Steve Austin. In the early years, we watched along to classic superstars of wrestling, Steve Austin. The early years, 1989 through 1990. The DVD from 2003. We watched along. We covered it. Hell of a show. Check it out. And also go back and check out over 189 episodes covering Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fuck. Do you believe that, JV? 189 plus episodes. <laughs> I can't, dude. It's really a number. I can't believe we, we put out that much. It's just a lot more to come. Week to week. Yeah. Fucking check it out. It's out there. If you like this, you like that. Come on. It doesn't even matter what the content is. If you like listening to us, you'll fucking listen to us talk about whatever. So, check it out. <laughs> also, follow us on Twitter. Bottom Line Cast. At ExtremeCast. Me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. And with that said, JV, any final words? No, sir. All right, so we're going to play some outro music, and I know we've played this song before, but we covered Enter Sandman, you know, part one. So we're going back to Metallica. We're going to play Enter Sandman again. We played it a few weeks back, and I know. I know I say this all the time. i gotta, I got to go back and check what we played. JV, I actually tried. I gave I'm it like... I'm glad you didn't put me on the spot and ask me. Did we play this yet? I can't wait for that. We, <laughs> we have played Enter Sandman. I definitely, okay. we definitely have. But I always say, "Oh, I'm gonna look. I gotta, I gotta make a list." So I attempted to make a list, and it lasted like ten minutes. And I said, "Fuck this! I'm not, I'm not doing this." <laughs> it was so tedious and annoying that I couldn't fucking do it because it was gonna fuck up like my whole Google Drive and shit. Like looking at episodes, I'm gonna like show. An episode from like two years ago at the top of my thing. I was like, no, I'm not fucking up all this shit. So it doesn't matter. If we play a song again, whatever. And we're going to play Perfect Strangers again and again. So I don't care about that. But, but with Metallica, we're not going to play what we played. 
I'm going to switch it up. It's going to be different. It's going to be a great version, a live version of Metallica Entertainment from Moscow, Russia in 1991. So that's right after Soviet Union falls apart and there's fucking concerts in Russia with American artists. It's Metallica. And the fucking Russians love it. It's a badass video. <laughs> and the, the audio is great too. So that's what we're going to play. The next week, I'm going to find another Enter Sandman Metallica for us to go out on at the end, too. So just be, be prepared for that. But this is a fucking great version, so take a listen to that, and we'll be back next time. So long.